Hi everyone, my name is Nikeria. Thank you for joining us on this special episode. Today we are celebrating four years of the Jemiah Patterson Show. Four freaking years! Can you believe it? Launching his first episode from his bed in 2018 to now sitting at a desk and producing episodes with a microphone. It's been a long and fulfilling journey. On this episode, we will not only look back at key moments, but also news highlights. Here are behind the scenes from Jeremiah himself and special audio messages as well. So sit back, get relaxed, listen closely as JP takes the mic and prepares you for a special podcast tonight. Enjoy! A huge thanks to my girlfriend for that wonderful introduction there. As you've been told, we have a pretty big show tonight. I honestly cannot believe it's been four years already. Wow. I mean, it was just the other day that I was talking to my Mimi about what a podcast even was. I initially started about uh, started out talking about presidential history on YouTube back in 2014, but I later wanted to expand my audience and also do more producing. For four years now, it's been me here behind the mic, breaking news stories, reporting, and also interviewing guests. It has truly been a blessing and a privilege to be able to do this, and I'm so grateful for you all, uh, the TJPS listeners, the TJPS family. Absolutely incredible. All right, to kick us off here, I chose three different episodes to talk about. A little behind the scenes action here. Stories of what went wrong, what actually happened, and also why it happened exactly like that. So before I was introduced to all of these big tech editing apps and programs, if you were listening to the show early on in our very first year, it did not sound as polished and seamless as it does now. Whenever I play something for you today on the show, it's a smooth transition. But back in our first year, that was not the case. If you listen here closely on this particular episode, you can actually hear me hit like the space bar here. Good evening, guys. Welcome back to Political Highlight of the Day. Are you ready for our political highlight of the day? Here it goes. Mike Pompeo testified before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee today. I remember laughing with my cousin Tia specifically on that part because it's not like me hitting the space bar was like subtle. It was so evident. It was so loud and noticeable in the audio. It was like a full hit causing that sound effect to actually like reverberate because I was of course recording with my phone at the time. I remember my phone being propped up on like this ironing board with my laptop there. I was sitting in my um, room at my Mimi's house there at the time. We were visiting for the summer and the board was a little squeaky at times and also the drum roll was sometimes off with like the timing so I had to do several takes that was on episode six so I just just starting off here uh here's me six months later breaking a news story when I really should have been resting in fact I know that there is little to be admired I want to be clear I blame myself for the conduct which has brought me here today and it was my own weakness So I started off that episode actually sniffing. That's actually like the second segment from that episode because we had to come back from like a commercial break here. And then my voice just like kind of starts to deteriorate as I'm breaking this news story, as I'm reading this like transcript. And so I'm obviously not in good condition to actually be reporting at the time, but this is a big breaking news story. Michael Cohen, former President Donald Trump's personal lawyer and fixer, had just made a statement in court against Trump, essentially citing a blind loyalty. So that was obviously a 
major story, so I remember running into the garage with no script, just my phone and news articles on it in hand. And then on top of that awkward, already just awkward pauses there, I say this impromptu line here, which was absolutely hilarious and also false. And another break there, unexpected. Sorry for the so many breaks on this podcast. Not today. And that was Cohen's statement. I'm sorry. Let me just put it in this hand. That was half of Cohen's statement. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Sorry, guys. My producer has just handed me the document. When we come back, I'm going to share that document with you. So I can sort of give it to you and analyze in an analytical kind of way. We'll be right back. So that still cracks me up to this day because I was actually stalling. I was actually very sick on that episode and you could actually like hear it. It was noticeably, it was audibly noticeable that I was sick on that episode and I was actually stalling. While I was stalling, I was actually searching for that court document online. I think you might've heard me typing in the background there. That was me typing on my phone, maybe just a little. But the truth is, there was actually no producer. There was no one in that garage with me, literally no one. It was just a super creative and quick recovery at the time because essentially of those awkward pauses. But yeah, in fact, that's actually a consistent theme on the show, me creating a team, uh, crediting a team, which I actually don't have. It is just me here doing all the research, scripting and editing and producing of the podcast. There are sometimes collaborations, but other than that, it is just mainly me here. For the third episode that we've chosen, it was the very first interview, not the cruise ship one, uh, but also just the very first interview on this podcast with my grandpa and a major influence for me getting involved in politics and always the news and essentially behind the podcast as well is because of him. So I really wanted to get him on the show here. It was really my first time, my first time one-on-one interviewing somebody. And it was the day before the day of the first day of school. And we recorded this in my Mimi's office. At times like these, we need a different perspective to help us understand these things. Joining me now to answer those questions is my grandpa, who's a political strategist and police officer. Grandpa, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Welcome back, everyone. So Stacey Abrams did not win the 2018 midterm election in Georgia, but Democrats are considering her for VP in 2020. Uh, do you think that could happen, and wouldn't it be amazing to have the first female black president? Uh, first black female vice president? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell, um, I was super nervous recording that interview. At that point, I had conducted some interviews on the show, but I wasn't really well I wasn't really that well advanced on, I did mess up a bit on the questions there later on. That episode uh, was one of the highest actually listened to of the show for that year, about 40 minutes. I think about 61 people listened to that episode. And for that, I'm just very, very grateful to all of you and also to my grandpa, of course, for that tremendous show of support and generosity. Um, There are many, many more highlights in terms of episodes and thousands and hundreds of like behind the scenes stories here in terms of TJPS Productions. I appreciate all of you very, very much. We'll be right back. I'm Caleb. And I'm Isaiah. And And we're we're Jemima's brothers. brothers. At this point, we're pretty much used to the podcast by now. Yeah, we'll be playing games or doing stuff, and he'll come out of his room and give us a 30-second warning. And sometimes it takes a long time for him to record, but he eventually comes back and says he's done. 
Happy that production is over. He'll start blasting Mariah Carey, trying to hit them whistle note. And that's our brother. Sounds like a dying cat. J.P. Welcome back. A little podcast anniversary promotional there. By the way, to clap back at my brother, Caleb, Mariah Carey is not just, she should not just be famous for her whistle notes, which of course she obviously is prominent for, but Mariah Carey is also just a phenomenal singer that can hit some incredibly low notes all the way down to like a G2. She also is incredible when it comes to like belting and also just a fantastic range. I mean, literally five octaves in her voice. I mean, people literally only look at Mariah Carey sometimes for just her whistle notes, but she's also incredible with sustaining high notes. I mean, high notes and also low notes as well. Incredibly low notes. Go back. Okay. Anyway, I'm getting off track. I'll talk more about this in the last note. Anyway, four major stories here um, I've had to break over the course of the four years on this show would be uh, the release of the Mueller report, a heartbreaking weekend of gun violence in 2019, the coronavirus pandemic and the January 6th insurrection, among others. It has truly been just a lot. I'd say that those were the biggest stories and I broke a lot more as well, but those really captivated what was going on in our nation at the time and they really defined us. The Mueller report being released was a moment for a country that had huge historical implications, something like that hadn't happened essentially since the Clinton administration, <clears throat> when uh, the Star Report was released. Multiple mass shootings happening in one weekend highlighted the horrific gun violence epidemic we have here in the United States of America. One of the only countries in the world, essentially the only country in the world where gun violence is this bad. The many lives that were forever changed, traumatized, and taken from the coronavirus pandemic. People dying at high rates with new encroaching variants, putting the country on the brink of fear and uncertainty. The January 6th insurrection, a memory that is indelibly engraved in our national conscience, a terrorist attack on the seat of U.S. government that brought our democratic republic to the edge. I have had to report on these stories and also others. Some are easier to get through than others, but reporting on tragic events like a school shooting or bombing is just something that you won't really ever get over. Those memories, those feelings, they are still there. Throughout these four years, I have been more personal with you, talking about mental health, also my depression, almost ending my life, uh, to losing my baby brother Gabriel, one of the hardest and most emotional moments of my life. A moment that has changed me forever, still recovering from those emotional scars, healing from that depression, keeping him close to my heart, my special butterfly. Um, it was hard to come back um, and to release that episode, to say that, yes, I'm coming back here on the Jeremiah Patterson Show to release an episode like that, to essentially tell you why I've been gone for so long. A little emotional here. Whew. Um... Those, my brother, he will never be forgotten, but he will always live on in our memories eternally, of course. Those three weeks that we had here with him um, were not only a blessing, but also a privilege filled with overwhelming love and sincerity and patience and just happiness and support. Gabriel, I know that you are never too far. You are my butterfly, our angel. And we will always love you, and we will never forget you, and we will see you again one sweet day. Besitos. We'll be right back. (music) 
So the Jeremiah Patterson Show, this podcast as a platform has become much more than it was initially intended to. But I'm grateful to all of you, the audience, for always being there and consuming the news here with me. Whether we're reporting on something really funny, nonsensical, or absolutely sad, I'm eternally grateful for you all. Now it's time for the audio messages. Here we go. Good day to all of you. This is Jeremiah's grandmother. They call me Mimi. And I just wanted to make sure that I get the message out to Jeremiah and congratulate him on reaching his fourth anniversary of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. He's doing an amazing job of getting the world events out. Um, If you're a history connoisseur, and um, I just just want to let him know I'm so proud of him and congratulations, Jeremiah. Love you. Continue to shine bright and enjoy the show. Hey, Jeremiah, you have done a marvelous job for the last four years. I am so proud of you. Keep doing what you do. You're doing this such a great job. I enjoy every moment of it. Let's get it started. Start off with a good new year. Congratulations. Yeah. This is Anna Stratus. I am an occasional contributor to the fantastic Jeremiah Patterson show. I'm so thrilled to be offering my greetings to Jeremiah for his four year anniversary of this phenomenal podcast, which is hard hitting, uh, so well researched. Uh, takes on thorny issues with the uh, critical lens, uh, but is also featuring that vulnerability that we are now looking for today in our leaders and in our truth tellers. I'm so thrilled about how Jeremiah continues to grow. I'm so thrilled to see Jeremiah where you uh, go in your career. Uh, you're bringing us news, you're you're showing us yourself, you're showing us that people who report on current events and are part of current events can be phenomenal humans, they can be layered and complex and vulnerable. Uh, Jeremiah, you're growing into the person that we in this 21st century with all the issues, we need you at the forefront in leadership. Hey Jeremiah, this is Chris Carlson. Congrats for being a podcaster for four years. Your interviews and your interest about all things politics are really totally amazing. And thanks for letting me discuss my book on your podcast, The Jeremiah Patterson Show. I know you have a really bright future. You're way ahead of your peers. And uh, four years is quite an achievement. So uh, three cheers for Jeremiah. Congrats, buddy. Hello, guys. This is me, Brendan Brown, host of the Brendan Brown's Quits Facts Theories podcast show, also a motivational speaker. I am Jeremiah's friend, or his best friend, I should say. He is the guy, well, I am the guy he always referenced all the time on his show when he says, Brendan, 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 yes, this is me. This is the guy, and if you know me, then you're probably shocked. Yes, me and him are really good close friends. We always talk. I always give him inspiration and motivation on what he needs to do through God. And, yeah, just continue to support him. Continue to watch his podcast, and if you want to support me, well, go support me. My name is Brendan Brown, and my podcast is called the Brendan Brown's Collections of Facts and Theories. It's on YouTube and on Anchor. So hopefully you just enjoy everything. Happy anniversary, Jeremiah, and continue to stay tuned with the episode. (laughs) 
Welcome back. So it's been four years of me podcasting on this show, and I mostly talk about the news the entire time and also history, of course. So indulge me for a second as I give you a little bit of personal, personal, I guess, information. Um, Two things about me here. I go through musical phases. So I'm not like the occasional average person where you'd essentially you have like a certain certain artists, I guess, that you listen to and you like listen to them a lot and everything. Um, or like pe- some people be like, oh yeah, I have phases or like I went through that phase, but like your phases were kind of short. I actually go through like musical escapades that last like months to even years. Um, I recall that one day my Mimi, she was getting her exercise in and she was listening to Kenny G and I didn't know who he was at the time. So I asked her who Kenny G was and that ended up starting my Kenny G phase that lasted from 2018 to 2020. So that was a two year phase, two years, three years. I'm not sure. I don't know. But the fun thing is, is that I got to go see Kenny G in concert live. That was freaking fantastic. I also got to meet Kenny G and take a picture with him. Absolutely incredible saxophonist. Um, Absolutely just incredible. I mean, the things he can do, circular breathing, one of his longest notes was like 47 minutes on the saxophone, breaking essentially a world record there until it was broken just years later. I mean, absolutely insane, Um, holding extremely long notes, incredible, incredible um, just talent on the saxophone, Um, including doing lots of notes at once. I forget what it's called, but when you do lots of notes at once without taking a breath and he just continues and continues. So that was a great phase, um, the Kenny G phase. After the Kenny G phase, of course, it was the Selena Quintanilla phase. And usually you will know if I'm having a phase if I reference it on the podcast. Back in July of 2021, so last year, I referenced on this very podcast um, essentially my love for Selena. Um, when I, we were talking about, we were opening up talking about like the coronavirus pandemic. I was opening up the show and we were starting in Corpus Christi. So I was like, why not start in Corpus Christi here? We just went there. I love Selena. I get to reference her at the opening and also report on the news as well. That was a fantastic phase. She's an incredible dancer, an amazing vocalist. I just wanted, I just wanted to get all of this out there. And of course I'm now in the Mariah Carey phase. Mariah Carey's... A voice is just absolutely incredible. I mean, from her just riffs to the runs to her lowest note, which is an F2, lower than most tenors. She can also belt a G5. Mariah Carey is not only a singer, but she's also a producer. She's a book writer. She writes all of her songs except for um, covers. And she's just an incredible live vocalist. She hits whistle notes all the way up in the seventh octave. Her musicianship and her work ethic is simply unparalleled. I mean, one of the most persistent and dedicated women ever in the music industry. Some of her underrated songs are Close My Eyes, Petals, Outside, Butterfly, There's Got to Be a Way, Ex-Girlfriend, Can't Take That Away, Circles, Stay the Night, Mine Again, Vanishing, Anytime You Need a Friend, Break Down the Roof, Sweetheart, Lead the Way, Fourth of July, and also others, including her incredible remixes. I mean, which are not just like copy and paste from the original song. They redo the entire thing. Oh, and let's not forget about the Charm Bracelet album. Diametrically underrated. Essentially, she was labeled as an outcast around that time. This is 2002 when the Charm Bracelet era came around. But the vocals on that album are just otherworldly and also angelic. Songs like Through the Rain, My Saving Grace, Subtle Invitation, The One. Also a cover that she did on that album, Bringing on the Heartbreak. 
Also a very, very personal song, Sunflowers for Alfred Roy. Truly, all those songs just truly encapsulate the beauty that is Mariah's voice. And yes, she can still sing. She still does sing to this day. She's still hitting those whistle notes. She's still belting and yielding those incredibly insane low notes. Mariah Carey is just a force to be reckoned with here. And it's not like when a phase ends for me that, oh, I never listen to that artist again, please. I will listen to Kenny G any day of the week, as well as Selena, and dance to those fantastic songs. Um, but these phases, they do help me. I've been in the Mariah Carey phase for nine months now. Um, it's going about to go on to be 10 months plus. We'll see what happens. I have a couple more albums to get to and also some interviews and also some concert videos and also some highlights. So that's exciting. The Kenny G phase was fantastic. I will say about these phases, one of the great things is that when you actually get to like... Um, do something very influential in that phase. So for instance, in the Kenny G phase, I got to meet him. In the Selena phase, I actually got to go meet um, her dad at the Selena Museum in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, and during the Mariah Carey phase, um, big influential things have happened, of course. I bought her memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. I also have like several different vinyls from her. Um, so yeah, that's fantastic. I hope to meet her someday, soon, soon. Mariah, if you're listening to this, um, I'd love to meet you. I'm a huge fan of your work. Um, it's fantastic. Mariah Carey, of course, also being the queen of Christmas uh, with her hit song, <laughs> All I Want for Christmas, back in 1994 when she released that hit album. I mean, she should not just be known for All I Want for Christmas on that album. The freaking Merry Christmas album from 1994 is a vocal masterpiece. Go listen to the entire thing. I mean, it's absolutely insane, the vocals that she did on there. The vocal agility is just powerful, and the resonance of the vocals, I mean, it's incredible. If you have never heard of any of these artists, which I doubt you've, which I doubt you've at least heard of one of them, including Miss Carrie or Selena or Kenny G, spend some time in their discography today or soon, because they are incredible artists. They are absolutely insane for what they do and all their work. I mean, it's just, some of it is underappreciated, but I mean absolutely incredible vocalist. I mean, Selena, Mariah, Kenny, I've had other phases as well, but these three are just absolutely incredible. And I look forward to my next phase as well, but, but I just wanted to share that because, you know, I'm always reporting on the news and I never really get to talk about myself here. So indulge me for this one day, July 19th, the anniversary of the Jeremiah Patterson show. I love you all so, so, so very much. If you sat here listening to this entire thing, Thank you so very much. God bless you. I appreciate you so very much. Um, we'll be right back with a special last note. So we have some TJPS bloopers for you. Um, this first one is we're going to play. It's going to be most recent. Um, and then the second one, of course, is like what I initially was, what was the initial concept for the opening of this episode? My brothers and my girlfriend introduced me, not just, um, not simultaneously, but it would be individual takes, it would be separate takes there. But when we did it with my brothers, it ended up being like 17 different takes that they had to do just to get the whole thing right. But the, it, it, it came out all well, but I wanted to play the bloopers for you here. I'll make sure to link that in the description of this episode. So this debate was held in 1858 between two senators, State Senator Stephen Douglas and a young Republican politician. <laughs> I'm Caleb. I'm Isaiah. I'm Jack. 
I'm Caleb. And I'm Isaiah. And, and we're, we're Jemiah's brothers. brothers. At this point, we're pretty used to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got take this. two, take two. I'm Caleb. And I'm Isaiah. <laughs> we're Jemiah's brothers. At this point, we're pretty much used to the podcast now. Yeah, we'll be playing games or doing something, and he'll come out the room and give us a 30-second one. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he takes a long time for his recording to be even eventually come back. Relieved that the production is over. He'll start blasting Mariah Carey, happily singing. That's, that's, that's our, our brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. It's about the time we should introduce him. You sure? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Together, THP listeners, we're here as honestly so as well. <laughs> okay okay um i love them so much very very much appreciated throughout these entire four years my brothers have played a very very pivotal and big role in this podcast whether it's literally hearing them yell or scream or play in the background or just being actually on the show they are play they played a big role they are very very <clears throat> awesome brothers to have um, but I wanted to thank them for that. And I wanted to thank all of you for four amazing years here on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Um, of course, I would like to give a big shout out to my Mimi, of course, and also my grandpa. My Mimi for getting me um, essentially intrigued in the idea about podcasting, introducing that concept to me. Also to my grandpa for introducing me to the worlds of politics and also history. I'd like to thank my family for the continuous and perpetual support that you render me every single day. Very, very much appreciated. Appreciate it. Much love to that as well. I'd like to thank um, my girlfriend, of course, Nigeria. Uh, she opened up the show. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, and she gives me lots of inspiration and motivation for this podcast. There are some days where I honestly do not want to do the podcast, but it's because of her inspiring words that I go on and I continue to do the podcast. I make it happen, by the way, which is a Mariah Carey song. It came out in 1991 on her second studio album called Emotions. <laughs> um, one of the underrated tracks from that album would be um, And You Don't Remember, also The Wind and also Till the End of Time. Also To Be Around You is a fantastic track. Um, absolutely amazing. Anyway, enough about MC. Um, I would like to thank just all of you listeners and everything for all the support that you have showed. Um, once again, um, fantastic um, girlfriend and my best friends, also Brendan as well, fantastic um, in terms of providing support and inspiration. When I had to come back to the podcast to like plan the comeback um, after losing my butterfly, um, that's when I came back to the show, and the, I'd say about the two biggest inspirations behind that, well, three biggest inspirations, of course, were not only my faith, um, but also um, my girlfriend, as well as Brendan, as well, giving me inspiration and motivation for that comeback um, to produce lots of episodes again. And I'm building back up my audience and doing what I love, reporting on the news, as it is a civic responsibility to not only watch news, but also to consume it. I just love journalism so much. I'm going to be a journalist someday, speaking that into existence. I want to thank all of you once again for the tremendous support, all the ink cartage, ink card cartridges excuse me if I'm mispronouncing that, uh, that has been spent on me over the years, all the paper, ink, and paper 
It's not expensive, but I appreciate it uh, to my Mimi, of course, and also to my grandpa um, for that as well. Very, very much appreciated. All the research that is conducted on this show, um, very, very much appreciated. That's actually my girlfriend texting me in the background. Goodness. Um, I'd like to, of course, also thank um, all of the journalists out there who conduct research and who produce the news every single day. Without you, we would not be a surviving democratic republic. I appreciate you so, so, so very much. And also in terms of research here on this show, it would not be possible. What would we, 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 what would we be reporting on? To all of my beloved peers and associates and teachers, I appreciate you so, so very much. And to all of those who listen to this podcast and have listened to it over the years, whether you've been here since episode 268, 259, 13, or episode one, when my voice was like cracking just a little as I was early on here with the production. Anyway, thank you all so very much. Also to all the guests, Dr. Anna Stratus, Mr. Chris Carlson, of course, um, many, many, many other guests that have appeared on the show as well, including some incredible journalists who do the indefatigable work every single day protecting this democracy, reporting out the truth there. Very, very much appreciate it. Um, I don't know what to say anymore. I'm just so thankful for you all and everything that has happened over the course of these years on this podcast. Uh, much appreciation to, of course, my best friends, Brendan and Erica and Giriel, um, to classmates, to all of you who've ever listened to this podcast. I am forever grateful to my family. I love you so much. To my girlfriend, I love you so much, sunshine. Um, and I guess we're done. Have a great day. Remember to stay positive and inspired. Thank you so much for commemorating these four years from the Jeremiah Patterson Show with me. I love you all. I'm eternally grateful for the support and blessings. Take care.